Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. I'm going to take away from this retreat pure happiness, new friends, new amazing friends, and the confidence to live my life again. My favorite part, because it's the most important part, is the healing. I don't remember a time when I was more embraced and cradled and there was an angel in every single woman in this group for me. Every person deserves to have this experience, to have this awakening and to feel fulfilled in their life. I could not have asked for a better six days of my life. You become a better person, you meet awesome people, you go home with a whole new tribe of soul sisters. If you're thinking about doing this, do it. There's no reason not to. What you just heard were the experiences of some of the amazing women who attended my last Radical Self-Love Retreat, and I have great news! I'm now accepting applications for my upcoming retreat. We are going back to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico to do it all over again this October 2021. So grab a friend and reserve your space before it fills up. It is time to love yourself like never before in paradise. You can join me at kelseyaida.com retreat. Hope to see you there. Hello, everybody. Welcome to High Vibe In It. If you're new, welcome to the fam. If you're old, we love you. Welcome back every week. <laughs> Thanks for being here. We are here to help you live your best life, manifest your dreams. Today, we're going to get real spiritual. It's going to be super fun. We have an awesome guest on. His name is David Strickle. He is a channel of source, a best-selling author, and creator of the Taya practice. So we're going to ask him a little bit about his Taya practice, how that helps people, what that's all about. And we're going to have him channel source live on air. Well, I guess this is pre-recorded, not live, but you get the idea. You're about to listen to it and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> For the VIPs though, right? Or are we doing that on the regular episode? No, I think we should do it on the regular episode so everyone can oh. enjoy. And if we have super juicy questions, we'll save that for the Patreon. I already have a super juicy question okay. for Patreon. We'll save your most juiciest question for the Patreon part. Got it. <laughs> if you guys are like, what's Patreon? It's where we do our extended versions of the podcast. So we usually um, keep the guests on a couple more minutes. Sometimes we pull Oracle cards for you guys. And you guys can join in on that fun at patreon.com slash Hi, vibe. So without further ado, I'd love to have David jump in here and just kind of say hi and introduce himself. Hi, thank you both for having me. And uh, thanks to everybody out there for listening. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, Yay. thanks for being here. Also, if you guys watch this on the Patreon, you will see that we're all wearing white, which we thought was very fun. We all three of us hopped on the call like we are angels of source today, just channeling the best messages for you guys. <laughs> I love, love it. it. We love it. So David, we are really excited to talk to you and have you here. And I wanted to start with you introducing our audience to your mindset practice that you created based on the teachings and channelings that came through you via source, correct? Yes. Awesome. Uh, the, the, the teachings have been coming forever. I, mm -hmm. I remember even prior to age six, uh, having some clarity on things that I realize now I shouldn't have had clarity on it before age six. Uh, so I, I wasn't drowning it out then. And I continued through childhood, not drowning it out, luckily, and moved into adulthood and trying to figure out what was up with me. Uh, and then I really I came to understand through visiting psychics and things like that, what I was, <laughs> what I was receiving. And over a period of time, taught myself to really comprehend, really have a conversation, an inner conversation, know when it was my mind or my ego speaking and know when it was coming from beyond that, coming from source and started writing it and then ultimately taught myself how to speak it for the benefit of other people. And one of the, the things that, I needed to do for me was take all of these teachings and the teachings that I was receiving from other external sources as well. And I had to create a system for myself to utilize universal law more effectively in my life, to, to run my life with universal law instead of opposition to it as we're taught to do in our society. Yeah. So, you know, through fear and judgment and all of those lovely things that we're all, uh, you know, Bound, bound to, it seems, uh, just from, from everything that we consume all the time, sort of unwinding and unlearning all of that so that I could really get into universal law and really tap into the magic of the universe that's available to all of us. And then I started teaching it to other people. And in fact, I had a, a very successful corporate career teaching part of it to other people. And then I got frustrated that I really couldn't help them with their entire lives in a corporate setting. So I quit my corporate job a, a couple of years ago uh, wrote my book, started my podcast from there, started a coaching program. And from the coaching program, my, my process that I created for myself took on a, a life of its own, if you will, and became the Taya practice. So Taya sounds ancient, but it's not. It's about two, that's three years old actually now. And it's something that has helped people all over the world transform their, their lives as far as manifestations we have stories of, of just about anything you can imagine, people healing themselves from terminal illness, people coming back from cancer, uh, people uh, exiting abusive relationships, manifesting marriages uh, after 50, which is not supposed to happen, right? Mm -hmm. uh, certainly money, fortunes, uh, successful endings to child custody, it just, just all kinds of things. It just goes on and on and on and on. But the real manifestation from Taya is a deep understanding of our purpose as, as beings, physical beings, of the purpose of what we call good and evil or right and wrong and how through the eyes of source, none of that is judged the way we judge it. And then getting really deep into being able to adapt that source perspective in our own lives regarding ourselves and all of humanity, which is a very different way to think than, than again, what we're trained to think. It's very transformative. Right. We love it. We love all those success stories. We're big on manifesting here at High Vibe. And, and oh, I mean, yes. 
I got into manifesting because I really value efficiency and I love magic. And so I was like, well, if we can live our life to the best of our ability by being in sync with nature and universal law, like how you said, and, you know, just take advantage of the way things work and energy flows, then why would we spend our lives fighting how it is? <laughs> and let's just try and learn to work with it to the best of our ability. You don't have to really understand everything about it in order for it to work for you. It's like working a TV, you know, you understand the basics and from there you're good to go. You don't have to know how to deconstruct and build one in order to take advantage and watch your favorite show. So I would uh, encourage people out there to think of manifesting as that instead of feeling overwhelmed or anything like that. Yes. Yeah. It can definitely be, um, I don't know if it's simplified is the easy. right word, but it's it can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the time um, practice is, is very easy and very simple. Yeah, and yeah. You're right. The energetic realm is not nearly as complex as we make it. Yeah. And, and a lot of spiritual teachings even make it very complex. And I think some people are served by that. They need it to be complex. They need it to be that, you know, otherworldly experience. But it really isn't otherworldly. We're in it. Yeah. <laughs> we are We are in the middle of it. We are of that. And we're part of it. And universal law is very simple very, very simple. I always just say it all boils down to the universe answers yes to everything. Yep. So when you start really vibing with, with removing the judgment out of the things that we're taught, we're supposed to be afraid of, yeah. then there's nothing to fear. And then if you're not fearing anything, you're actually not focusing on, you know, hypothetical situations that could happen or, or, you know, reliving things that were negative that happened in our past. Once we learn these tools, we start to, to view those things very differently. And then we're not reliving the same unwanted scenarios over and over and over again, which is very common. Yeah. And I love how you said about overcomplicating. I think we also need to feel like we're working hard for it because there's this idea that you have to work hard for everything. And if you, if it comes to you for free, then it's not worth it. And you know, all this weird stuff, but to that point for myself, the biggest thing for me to, and I still have to repeat this to myself more often than I'd like to admit is that there's about a thousand ways to get it right. And we forget that there are a thousand ways to get it right and to feel good and to really just make it simpler for yourself. And so just reminding myself of that as a somebody who is a perfection enthusiast, uh, it's very helpful. And, you know, maybe somebody out there listening, like you can, there's really no way to get it wrong as long as you're following what makes you happy. So to that, to that end, how is the Taya approach different than the traditional like law of attraction manifesting, or is it the same and just kind of your flavor on it? Can you talk about that? I found that there were four things I needed to really focus on. It, it's not about just getting happy and yeah. being happy all the time and Thank just you thinking that. about the things that you want all oh, the yes. time. Oh yes, toxic positivity. Yeah, I really got into this. Well, I, I can't do that. You know, there are times yeah. that, that my vibration is just naturally lower and there's things in my past that, that are still sort of active. And so I had to get into deep appreciation of everything that I've encountered in my life. Yes. And I had some traumatic things happen when I was younger as, as many people do. So I had to really get into viewing all that from a different perspective. So it wasn't, you know, my father left when I was six and my mother was abusive and all this stuff. It, it turned into, wait a minute, my parents being disconnected from me as a child allowed me to do this uh -huh. because ultimately in my teenage years, my, I, you know, my teenage years were so bad. My father was completely disconnected from my life. He went on and had another family. My mother did not want to be a parent. I was not the easy child that my older brother was. 
and my mother at one point told me to commit suicide. She said, you just need to kill yourself. <laughs> like, that's great coming from a mother, right? Um, but ultimately <laughs> that summoned, I know it's, 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 it's a shocking thing to hear, but I've made- You say it so cavalier and it's, it's because I know now. you've said it so many times that at this point, right. it's like, it's just yeah, funny it's, now. Just, it's just, it's an anecdote. <laughs> exactly. It's an anecdote because I've detuned the pain of that. Yeah. It was painful for a while, but you know, ultimately- her saying something like that and other things that she said to me summoned this inner strength from me. And it could have gone either way. It could have shut me down and, and I could have believed that and been that person or I could have fought back. And ultimately that caused me to fight back and really understand that I wasn't her and I wasn't her opinion of me. And then I had this inner voice that I held on to. And that's what happens. You know, we're born with this wonderful inner voice. That's why children are so free and playful and, and just manifest with such ease because they haven't yet learned that they're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And so I, my disconnected parents actually gave me enough space to be able to, to develop that uh, or allow that just to be, actually I didn't have to develop it, it was already there, allow that to be and carry me through life. And I look back at my life now, I, I just turned 53. So looking back at different times in my life, when I stopped trusting and stopped believing, that's when things went quote unquote, bad, but the bad served a purpose as well. Mm -hmm. So the thing that makes Taya different uh, than a lot of mainstream law of attraction teachings, so many people are teaching that just get happy and think about what you want as it already is. And that works. The issue is, is that you can't hold yourself there indefinitely. Right. And yeah. it's mean to make yourself like live to that standard of, oh, I should be happy all the time when you're a human, like have some yeah. grace. It's Jeez. a breeding ground for judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, the stream talks a lot about what we label polarity, this up and down vibrational flow that we go through and the teachings of vibrational flow are, are very powerful because if you sort of go with vibrational flow and let yourself go down and not judge it as yeah. bad or evil or awful or negative, or, you know, we call it DTS for down the spiral because we're trying to take the judgment out of it. Mm -hmm. But even DTS takes on judgment because people will come in, you know, and say, oh, I'm all DTS right now and it's terrible. Well, no, your DTS right now is an experience that you're having because if you're not DTS sometimes, then you're not going to be up the spiral sometimes. Yeah. You're not going to be up in that high vibration. You're not going to appreciate it. So, mm -hmm moving through vibrational flow is such a great way to live life because if you if you do go down and we all do you're down there in lower vibration and you're not judging it you're simply at peace with being in low vibration finding appreciation for it actually takes you right back up so whatever obstacle you create when you're down there recognizing that you're down there that nothing would be going you know against your desires unless you were down and knowing that the ticket to solving anything that comes into your life is going back up into high vibration where you have your source connection. We talk about neutrality being the sort of baseline. And when you get above neutral, you're connected to source where all new thought occurs and all new positive creation occurs up there. And we can spend most of the time up there, but Taya is not about being up there all the time. And it's not about this, you know, oh, I just send everybody love and light. It really is going into deep appreciation of transgressors. So everything that's happened in your life, every bit of trauma, uh, even things that you created, uh, you know, as a young child that you have no idea how you created. That's one thing that you know, people really have trouble when they first discover law of attraction and, and hear the word manifestation. Right. You know, a lot of times they put that wall up of, well, there's no way I manifested being abused as a child right. or having cancer. And the stream is very clear that none of this is about fault. 
Right. That idea of fault is an egocentric thing that we've got to blame somebody. The idea of being a victim is also an egocentric thing that, that we've got to, you know, that that wasn't my fault. That was done to me. Well, claiming ownership of a manifestation doesn't mean that you wanted it or deserved it, or you're paying the price for what you did in your last lifetime or any of that stuff. Getting into the, the stream's teachings on, um, you know, the, the fact that there is no real time. There's no linear time in the energetic realm. So every, every life that we've ever lived, we're actually experiencing simultaneously. Hey guys, we just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to one of the episode sponsors for today, which is Skillshare, which is mine and Lindsay's favorite online learning platform, because unlike other places where you can go to purchase a class or a workshop, Skillshare is a membership where you get access to all the classes on the platform when you become a member for less than $10 a month when you're on the annual subscription, which is so cool. Some of the classes that I'm personally taking right now are Creative Writing, Write the Real You, this is by Ashley C. Ford, Plant at Home, Uplift Your Spirit and Your Space, super cute by Christopher Griffin, and Drawing as Self-Discovery by Mari Andrew, which is honestly one of my personal favorites so far because it's a very spiritual journey like she has you draw your heart and draw your brain and draw a future self and I just think it's a really cute way to get more in touch with you through the arts so whether you're wanting to become more creative do some new projects around the house Skillshare is a really really awesome place to do that with so much to explore real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth and you actually get to draw real pictures or buy new house plans or create little projects. It's so fun, you guys. I highly recommend. And at $10 a month, you cannot beat it. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Vibin. That's V-I-B-I-N and get a free trial of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Vibin. So our vibration is our own unique signature, but we're always becoming more sophisticated beings with, with the, our, our life experience. And so part of becoming a more sophisticated being is understanding that we have this vibrational flow, that things do manifest in our lives. Everything is a manifestation, but the unwanted stuff actually serves a purpose of expansion. And when we kind of dig into it from a different angle and find the silver lining in everything, even if you don't find it right away, but if you make your train of thought, I'm going to see how this serves me or how that thing that happened when I was a child ultimately helped me and, and see it from a different perspective of it's something that I experienced and that's it. Yeah. Instead of it was terrible, it was awful, it was the worst thing ever and this person victimized me and I could never forgive them. You know, I work with a lot of people that are caught up in that sort of thing that want to break free from it and they understand that finding that path to appreciation of it, meaning deep understanding of it, is the key to releasing that negative energy. Because until you do that, that's the only work that we ever talk about doing, is the yeah. unlearning of all the crap that we've picked up in our lives because of judgment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've definitely found understanding to be a great antidote to judgment. And in my coaching practice, like we'll even do this with, let's say someone has a part of themselves that they don't like, like, oh, I hate this anxious part of me that's always worried and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, 
Have you ever tried to have a conversation with it and maybe ask why it's there, what it's trying to do for you when it started, blah, blah, blah. And then people get into that and they understand their anxiety and they have so much compassion and love for it that they don't have to like that they're an anxious person, but naturally they stop fighting it and judging it and they can just reclaim it. And that's when the healing comes from the compassion and understanding. So I really have seen that approach work and I like love it. And for all the visual people out there, as you were speaking, all these like um, visual analogies were coming to me that I wanted to expand on because I loved how you were saying the up and down and you were using your hand in this motion of life. Like we're going to have periods of, you know, going down the vibrational ladder and going up the vibrational ladder and it's okay. And the less you judgment, the less you judge it, the more enjoyable your life is going to be even in the down or up moments you know you'll feel more open but it was reminding me of a roller coaster like imagine a roller coaster that's just like straight <laughs> like it doesn't go well, up or down yeah. it doesn't turn there's yeah, if you no don't like have momentum. a low you're not gonna have a high right you right exactly yeah. you don't go on a roller coaster to go straight right you don't come to this earth to just be neutral all the time. We came here to experience it all. Even the Kardashians, okay, who seem like they have really great lives, go through some shit, okay? So nobody yeah. came here. Yeah, apparently, they have some bored. relationship issues. <laughs> apparently, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. You don't even have to follow them to know that, right? Nobody funny. came here to be bored. So yeah, we did. I, I totally believe that. And as you're speaking of your childhood and taking. Uh, ownership of your experiences and knowing the value that they serve. That was a big, I don't know, big challenge for me up until about 19 years old. I was like, my life, my life, you know, because I, I didn't have the best childhood, I guess you could say. My mother never told me to off myself, but she made us afraid that she would a lot. So it, there's always, you know, living in fear as a child and not really having stable uh, upbringing to, to really Put your two feet on them. So I had to plant my two feet in my, you know, on myself. That sounds weird, but you know, create my own stable foundation. And I never would have been able to do that. I don't think, I don't even know who that person is that had a stable childhood and like in a parallel universe, if everything went right, I love who I am today. So I would never trade any, I don't want to go through it again, but I would never trade any of it. And I think it's just about knowing, as you said, knowing the value that it was offering you because everything, you know, I know I chose this life. I know I did. I chose my parents. I chose my brother. I chose my sisters. I, I chose everything. So just that knowledge in itself was just so empowering. And that's really, I think, the point of it is just empowering yourself to know that you get to you get to decide now that you know you have more control than you thought, you get to decide what comes next and you get to kind of take ownership and create, you know, create what you want out of life. And Go ahead. oh, I was going to say, the expanding and contracting idea reminded me of those toys where it's like a ball, like a plastic ball that gets really big when you pull it. Oh, we have but one then of those. They get really yeah. small. So you can't actually expand it unless it's contracted first, right? So yeah. you can think of yourself like that in a moment of contraction. Like all of last week, I was contracting. Okay, guys, <laughs> it was not fun. But as soon as I stopped resisting it and I was just like, okay, this is a part of the process. It's natural. I'm going to expand after this. Like everything's fine. Mm -hmm. I just felt so much relief and it was so much easier to start coming back up. So really it's the judgment that gets us stuck. Oh, yes. It's not like the nature of life itself. Like that's normal. It's natural. And it's called being a human. So it's all yeah, okay. We're, we're taught to fear it and demonize it and to yeah. never feel pain and never feel, you know, we're supposed to numb ourselves from all that stuff. 
and even a lot of spiritual teachings are, are, are sort of about bypassing all that stuff and just being happy for the sake of being happy instead of just really getting into your natural vibrational flow yeah. and without judgment. And it's an amazing way to live. So that's one component of Taya is that radical appreciation. We call it forgiveness, but we're sort of tricking people right? <laughs> because I always say forgiveness is sort of a rest stop on the way to, to full radical appreciation because yeah. really the vibration of forgiveness is you did something bad to me and I'm going to get over it and let you off the hook. Yeah. Whereas appreciation is, you didn't do anything bad to me. We co-created an experience that was not something I enjoyed at the time. And I'm going to look into how I created that. What what did I do? And ultimately, what did it do for me? Because we create all of these things for our expansion. And when you start viewing everything like that, then life really, really changes. So that's one part of it. The other part is source connection. You know, keeping Mm -hmm. yourself um, in in a default state that is higher than where we typically default because we get into what I call get it done mode. We're getting life done and we're not really thinking about stopping and appreciating and loving ourselves and removing the judgment of self, which is huge. That self-judgment and the fear of being judged by others. When you start detuning that stuff in your life, life gets so good when you just don't care. And some of that comes with age. In my 40s, I got a little bit of that. In my 50s, I'm got a, I've got a whole lot of that, but not everyone. I live in Palm Springs, which is an older community, and there's still a lot of, uh, you know, especially there's a lot of gay men here, and, and, and a lot of us, I'm one of them, uh, we're really wrapped up in appearance, and if we're going to be judged, and we've got to get to the gym, and you've got to go tanning, and you've got to do all this stuff, and, yeah. you know, COVID disrupted all that for me. I, I was right in that stream before COVID. And then all of a sudden you can't go tan and you can't go to the gym. And then then I suddenly I discovered baking and I started putting weight on again. I used to be really, really heavy in my thirties and I lost it and kept it off for a decade. And suddenly I start gaining weight again. And I thought, well, wait a minute, I need to love myself like this. It doesn't mean I have to stick myself here necessarily, or maybe I do. And this is just how it is, but I need to detune a little more judgment of self that I have to put out this specific image for the world to do what I do. That's not true. I'm channeling source. Source isn't judging me based on how I look. So if they're not judging me, then why am I going to worry about anybody else judging me? And mm-hmm. that little last frontier of detuning was so freeing. And what I found is with an awakening process, it never ends. Yeah. You know, this started for me 10 years ago, uh, 11 years ago now in, in 2010. And it never ends. It just keeps getting clearer and clearer and clearer and better and better. There's never a ceiling or I haven't found it yet. There's just more clarity, more abundance and more appreciation of all that is to the point where the news doesn't even trigger me at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to avoid that. I don't care about really reading the news, but I don't have to avoid it. I went through that period where I just, I don't watch the news and I don't watch TV. Now I can, if I want to, and I'm not triggered by what I see there. And so to me, that's I, a little bit, a bit of a growth for me from where I used to be. Yes. I have to ask you, when you're watching the news, because I know for me, I need to know kind of what what your default thought pattern is when you would have normally gotten triggered to what it is now. Because when I watch something that's upsetting, the thing that I guess comforts me or, or puts my mind at ease that I don't need to be triggered by it is that this is there's a bigger picture, you know, what seems bad to us on an earthly level, there are such, there's such a higher perspective and it's all working out. And that kind of comforts me a little bit in those moments, but what kind of do you think of, or what kind of goes through your mind when you notice yourself not getting triggered? Do you know what I'm trying to say? 
Well, when I notice myself not getting triggered, that means that I am in that higher vibrational state where I do keep myself most of the time. So when I'm up there, nothing's going to trigger me naturally. I can literally look at the news and appreciation of people are having their experience. Even if that experience is a death right. experience, people are having their experience. Because if you're seeing through the eyes of source, which is a, a guided meditation that I did, just happens to be the name of it. But it's it's a very powerful practice. We call it zooming out. You zoom out yeah. to see through the high the, that higher perspective that's available to all of us of non-judgment. That we're all eternal beings here having a very temporary human experience in a, in a physical vehicle. And yeah. if you start thinking of your body as just a vehicle, you know, most of us don't keep our vehicles forever. We, we, you know, get a new one. We're excited about it. It wears out or we get bored with it. We move on to something else. Well, that's what our, our human experience is in our body. It's a vehicle for us to experience physical, but we're so much more than that. And so is every other being on the planet, regardless of what it is. I'm so glad you're start. describing it too. Cause that's exactly how I feel. And it almost worries me that I'm not going to, that I'm going to like numb myself. Like what if something really bad does happen, but I can't, I'm only seeing it from the highest perspective and I'm, I'm not, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, like you almost feel there, guilty so for not clear. feeling bad enough. <laughs> yeah. You're so clear that you're not judging yourself about not feeling bad for it. Right. Because that's what, you know, clarity is my favorite manifestation by far. Yeah. And clarity, you're in that place of clarity. You're, you're not judging yourself. Now I have absorbed, this is a good example. Uh, back on January 6th, uh, you're both in the United States. So, mm -hmm. you know, when the Capitol was stormed, I'm sure you heard about that. Uh, I was for some reason on my phone, you know, clicking through some news thing and I saw a headline about it and I dove into it and it took me down my spiral for a moment. It, it dropped my vibe like, oh, I can't believe they're doing that. I can't believe that's happening in my country. And I stopped myself. I, I've created all these little stop gaps in the Taya practice where we do catch ourselves and stop ourselves. And it's just a question of, is it worth going down my spiral over? And some things may be, but that was not. I That stopped me from the plummet, put my phone down. I went out into another part of the house, did a little meditation, just raised my vibe. And instantly it was that clarity of what am I upset about? The people that are doing that are in their bubble of reality, doing what they think is right. Yeah. The people that are freaking out about it on Facebook right now are in their bubble of reality, pushing against it because they think that's right. At the end of the day, I don't even give power to politics. So why am I even, you know, uh, triggered by that. Yeah. And I realized that, first of all, I was already a little down, down the spiral, or I would have never been triggered in the first place. Good clarity there. And the second thing is, what is the transgressor? That's a big part of the Thai practice. We dig into what's the transgressor. So you clear your transgressors through the practice of appreciation. So a transgressor is any unwanted person, circumstance, or event anytime in your life. So I, I always go into now, well, what's the transgressor of that? And it was justice. And I thought, wow, I've never done any work to detune justice. I, why do I need justice? Justice is about judgment. Justice is about punishment and retribution and somebody doing something that I'm judging is wrong and needing yeah. them to pay the price for it. And I, I just thought to myself, I've never had anything where that's, that's happened in my life where I felt like I needed justice for me, but I need justice for other people. And why is that? And I got to dig into that and detune that need for justice. And it's like one more thing that I can take off my plate. That is, I always say that this transgressor stuff is always swimming around down there waiting for us. And until you really detune it, when your vibration drops, it sort of grabs hold of you and can drag you down there and you can stay down there. Just like when you get above neutral source sort of grabs you and, and takes you up, right? 
So your transgressor energy is just that. And, and we do work to clear that. And the work is finding appreciation and understanding of it. And when you find that transgressor and detune it, then it's not an issue for you anymore. So after that happened, I know there was a whole big political uprising because of that. I disconnected from all of it. Yeah. And about within the next month, I was uh, out to dinner with some friends and that, that topic came up of the, uh, of the impeachment. And I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't care. I didn't have a pony in the race. I just was having a nice dinner. And the conversation, it's funny because it started and it stopped almost immediately. It's like that vibration that I held was held by everybody. We didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's an enjoyable evening because there wasn't a political debate at the table and nobody needed to be right about it. And we weren't needing justice. We didn't even get into it. It was so funny how it just kind of came and just flowed right out. So living life with detuning your transgressors that you've created for yourself over the years helps keep your default vibration higher. So when you dip down, it's just part of your, your vibrational flow and you're not judging it. And then you go back up with ease and you actually do operate at a higher vibration all the time. And then when you want to really dig into that, that, that delicious source connection, it's always right there. It's so easy to get to. Fresh from San Diego, California comes the only sunglasses brand I am ever going to wear. Again, I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Blender's Eyewear. You're going to be just as hooked as I am when you see how awesome these shades are. And if you're on the Patreon, you can watch me wearing these in this very read so you can actually see how cute they are. I got glasses called Polished Gal and they have a cute little like cat wing upward tip at the sides, which, you know, gives you that nice little lift, little facelift. Botox effect, but they had so many cute glasses on the site, you guys. They have your classic ones, your stylish ones, your casual ones, your more fancy ones. Um, they're perfect to wear for all occasions. I wear mine in the car. I wear mine when I'm going out and I want to be stylish or if I'm just keeping it casual and cool. They're very versatile. Um, Blender started because a guy named Chase Fisher started selling his beachy shades out of a backpack while doubling as a surf instructor on Pacific Beach very Californian. His goal was to create an adventurous mid-priced eyewear option with the same cool factor as the other leading styles. Unlike big brand shades that you've probably lost or smashed in the past that are super expensive, blenders are actually affordable so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens because let's be honest, we're always going to lose our sunglasses, smash them, run them over when we leave them on top of the car, get them sandy, get sunscreen on them, especially if you're, okay, these are like San Diego problems I'm thinking of, <laughs> or, you know, you're going to drop them, scratch them, like sunglasses, they just don't have a super long lifespan because they get wrecked. So why would you spend hundreds of dollars on a pair only to be sad later when you could just get blenders, which are just as gorgeous, just as high quality without the price. And Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoiseshell frames with purple lenses, and classic gold arms with black lenses. And it's not just sunglasses. Blender's has prescription glasses, readers, and blue light glasses, as well as snow collection with goggles and accessories. So live life in forward motion with Blender's. And if you guys want to get 15% off your Blender's purchase, just visit blenderseyewear.com and enter the promo code VIBIN, V-I-P, V-I-B-I-N, V-I-P. That's different than our normal one. So take a note, 
That's blenderseyewear.com with code VIBINVIP for 15% off your Blenders purchase. Blenders, rocked with pride worldwide. I love that. We always talk about what is it really that's upset? You know, it's very important to place your focus on what is it that's dragging me down? Because it's so easy to feel that abstract feeling, the heaviness, you know, we can describe it in a million different ways, but what is it actually, you know, like Kelsey was saying earlier, what if you just identified it and, and had a conversation with it? Like I do it in hypnosis. Kelsey does it with her clients. I just feel like it's such an important piece of self-discovery. I would say you're never going to regret knowing more about yourself. You're never going to regret, you know, realizing and figuring out what makes you tick. And you are absolutely right that it never ends. You know, I'm 36 and I'm nowhere near done. I don't know when I'm going to be done, probably when I die. But until then, I am happy to discover and to just play in that exploration process. And I love that you said detune. Detune is such a powerful, like, phrase to use because it is just about unlearning, isn't it? And, you know, identify and decide to unlearn it because you don't need it anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about a vibration is we detune vibrations. You're not going to completely eradicate something and it's just gone forever necessarily. You're taking its power away. Right. And when you detune, you take the power out of it. And then suddenly that, that negative thing that happened when you were a child isn't a negative thing anymore. It's just an experience. And those negative things, that's what creates what you probably heard this term before abundance blocks, right? Oh yeah. We can't align with uh, the things that we want and stay there because we have all this negative crap flowing around in our lower vibrational field. And when flow, the vibrational flow takes us down, it's there and it's active and it doesn't go away on its own. You know, we, we do need to, to see things differently because we have these negative memories And we tell ourselves these negative stories over and over and over again, especially when we're down in lower vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And then you mistake those meanings that you assign to things for like the actual thing. And then the meaning makes you more upset than what actually happened. And that's why I love your practice of assigning empowering meanings to the things that happened to you in your life. Like this happened for a good reason. And this helped me to do this. And this means that now I'm available for these things. And it's those meanings that really are going to decide how you feel about it. Not as much as the actual circumstance itself. It's what you're thinking about that thing, right? So I'm loving your tie of practice so far. What I'm getting from it is it's a lot of practice of releasing judgment of your experience of yourself and of your life and finding really um, powerful and uh, powerful meanings to things, creating powerful meanings and attaching those to things that happen to you. And also a lot of appreciation for all of it. So it's an inclusion based practice, which I like because I have found that it does not work to push against things. Right. (laughs) You're right. And, and it is, it's, it's those things. It's the, the forgiveness, which is radical appreciation, allowing your natural source connection and, and source is not something we have to go find. It's in us and it's not drowning it out with all the ego stuff that we're taught, and all the fear stuff that we're taught. It's just allowing the natural connection to be realized really. And then knowing where you are vibrationally without judgment, meaning I'm up, I'm down. It's all okay. It all serves a purpose because if you don't ever go down you don't create obstacles. If you don't create obstacles, you're not creating anything to create from. Mm -hmm. There's no inspiration because if you are just completely satisfied with every aspect of your life, you become stagnant. 
There's always going to be something. That's why we see people that have these quote unquote perfect lives, the Kardashians that create drama in their lives right. to disrupt and create something new. This is why people that are really happy and successful suddenly get ill because they, they need that creation of cancel, something. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Dude, that's one of my fears. So don't even say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to detune that. Listen, when I, the, the I read of having some like. Too perfect. Yeah. It was like a, some astro- Kelsey knows this, I think. Some astrology report and it was like you're going to you're going to see more success than you've ever seen right before your death. And I'm like, "What?" Uh, and I was so suggestible to it, so I I think I just took it in a little too deep, more deep than I wanted to. And I've had people talk to me about it. They're like, "Don't even worry." And I'm just like, "I don't even know." It's still I need to detune it. You're correct. Yeah. I definitely do. <laughs> well, I, think, I, I think astrology is is rooted in what the stream calls polarity, which creates yeah. flow. But obviously, you could have two people born on the same day. You have two twins that have very different life experiences based on their attitude. Yeah. yeah. Your attitude supersedes your vibrational flow. I've proven that in my life. I don't live like a typical Pisces, even though I channel, which is kind of a Pisces. You <laughs> totally um, are a Pisces. <laughs> Whoa. But a lot of my life was not that. A lot of my life was corporate and, and success, yeah, success, right. success, and, and shutting all that down. So I was definitely not into the stream at that point and not into channeling and things like that. But I bucked the system. It didn't become a self-fulfilling pro- prophecy for me. So that's what I always say. Any tool that is out there, there's nothing wrong with any tool that helps you if it's hypnosis or it's uh, astrology yeah. or whatever it is, they're all tools. And I do believe everything has the power that we give to it. So right. if you oh, give yes. something power, it's totally. extremely effective for you. Religion even is very uh, yeah. powerful for people that give that, that power. So the, the, the power that we give to astrology, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I hate to hear people having this self-fulfilling prophecy because yeah. of that, or because Mercury is in retrograde. I, I used to have a <laughs> for me in San Francisco, she wouldn't come to work because Mercury was in retrograde. <laughs> and she ultimately had to leave the job. Me and Kelsey are like. So much work. Yeah, you, 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 you create that. And I uh, thought Mercury's in retrograde for everyone, right? It's right. so funny because I've always thought like Friday the 13th, I've always had such good days on those days. I don't acknowledge at all that it's a bad luck day. Real quick, when you said Pisces, when you told me that you were seeing messages, you know, or like hearing messages as a kid in your experience as a child, and you knew things that maybe you you shouldn't have known at that yet. I was like, mm, he sounds like Jack a little. Because my four-year-old five now, ooh, over the weekend he turned five. But he says he said stuff like that all the time. And he is a Pisces. And <sighs> I immediately thought of him when you said that. So that's so funny. Um, but anyway, yes, I don't know what you're talking about. I just had to put that in there because we were talking about Pisces, man. Tools. I've learned to embrace my Pi- my, my Pisces uh, yeah. in Pisces ways, but there was a time wow. that I didn't want any part of that. I wanted to be Mr. Corporate Success Guy. Yeah. And I didn't want to care about people's feelings and be empathic and all Source that. Source was like, yeah, let's see how that works out for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it made me a lot of money and I had a lot of material mm-hmm. things, but I was miserable at 41. Yeah. I was miserable. Yeah. That's why I created what we call Taya now, because I, I knew there was a different way to unwind, but I needed a system. So Taya is a system for applying universal law to your life. I needed a system because if I don't have a system for something, I'm not going to remember to do it. You know, people get yeah. into habit, they get inspired by something. 
I think that's why a lot of people utilize hypnosis, right? Because they want to make this their new habit. Oh yeah. People get into something new and then the vibration drops inevitably and they fall off the wagon or the relationship goes sour or, you know, something negative is always going to come along that can throw us out of something because we're operating in vibrational flow. But vibrational flow at its best is there to create a better version of whatever we're creating. I love that that's like when I easily, when I went into hypnotherapy, I was like, everyone was doing like smoking cessation or, you know, stop biting your nails, stop snoring. And I'm like, I just want to empower people. I want to make them like, remember how awesome they are. I want to teach them to love themselves. And I want to, I want to show them how connected they are to all that is to all of creation. And because I feel like once you are on that in that boat once you're in the boat of like i am a part of something huge i am a creator i am freaking stardust whatever then you become just empowered by default and it helps to create that default setting of like i can i get to have anything that makes me happy i get to have what i want i get to have my desires i'm supposed to the universe is supporting me you know all that stuff so i was never cut out for like let's let's stop smoking like it's just not my thing (laughs) Power to them, power to well, all the thing the that You're creating a baseline for somebody. It's like Taya, you're creating a yeah. baseline for somebody where you can from there change anything about right. the that you want. The self-love and self-empowerment, if that comes first, then everything else is, is achievable. Totally. Oh, did we, did, we ca- did we catch all the points of Taya? Is there anything we left out? Um, I, I think I the, just to sum up the four forgiveness, source, yep. polarity, and intention. So we talked a lot about um, the forgiveness part of it. Source is just different practices to allow your natural source connection to be realized. It can be meditation, but it doesn't have to be. But things where you're just loving and appreciating yourself, which connects you directly to source. And and again, developing the memory to do that by habit. Uh, Polarity is understanding your vibrational flow, where you are on your vibrational spiral and being okay with wherever you are, but also having the tools to move out of it with grace and ease, not claw your way out of it which doesn't work. And then intention, just being intentional with your life, with your day, uh, understanding how powerful you really are. I just had a a weekend trip. Uh, We went over to the coast for a few days and I set intention for every part of it. The entire trip was exactly what I wanted. Whoa. Because I I was intentional about the whole thing. Yeah. I love those stories. Yeah. So that's what Ty is or those four things as a way of life. Did we say what Ty stands for? Trust your abundance. There we go. I know we said it, but I don't think we were recording yet. I wanted to make sure we get that. T-Y-A. T-Y-A, trust, trust your abundance. And we, we created a word out of it called Taya. Uh, but trust, I have found that trust is the most important thing. And trust. the hardest. <laughs> yes, because when, it's easy to trust when you're up, but when you're yep. down, it's yeah. not so easy to trust. Yeah, exactly. You can get there. You can get to where even when you're really down your spiral, even if you can't feel joy and you can't appreciate and you can't quiet your mind down there and meditate and have source just pop right in, you can still trust that it's part of the process Mm. and be okay with it. And that takes you right back up. Getting all the chills. I like that you call it Taya though. It has a pretty name to it, even though it's just three letters. (laughs) And it's almost like my VA's name, Tyla. Shout out to Tyla, (laughs) T-Y-L-A. Yeah, funny. I've never been a, a, like a branding type person. I actually yeah. have work for me that are pretty good at that. But the stream delivered the stream. First of all, I asked for a name and, you know, there's Abraham and there's Joshua and there's, yeah. Joseph. Oh, yeah. there's all these, you know, male, male names out there. <clears throat> and I've never understood it to have a gender. I've never understood it to be human-like at all. And when I was really young, I asked for a name of a spirit guide. And I got the name Philip. 
And so I went for years saying, oh, well, Philip is my spirit guide. And then when I really got into channeling and really could have what you would call a conversation with the stream, I said, well, who's Philip? They said, well, we just told you that name because it's what you needed at that time. How funny. <laughs> because you're, we, you're humanized. We all humanize the energetic realm, totally. which is to be expected because we're humans. But it was so funny. It's like, oh, there's no Philip. We just told you that. And it was really more or less, uh, we're not human. We have not been human. We are not male nor female. We don't have a name because we don't operate like that in this realm. But we're a stream of consciousness. And it just, the stream just came in. And I started my podcast the stream of David. And the only funny thing with that, the irony of that is I avoided Abraham for years because I thought it was some biblical Old Testament thing, a, a psychic right. that I was a channel and I needed to listen to Abraham. And I thought, well, that sounds like Bible stuff that I was taught as a kid. And then when I discovered Abraham, I loved Abraham, but it sounded biblical and it turned me yeah. off. And then I go and create the stream of David. And now people <laughs> think it sounds biblical. <laughs> I, was, I was actually going to ask in the beginning, like, what is what is the collective name of, of what you channel? Because all channelers I know, I even have a really good friend who channels a collective called Osira. Again, it's not a, a non-gender name, but when you just said the stream, I was like, okay, it's the stream. Got it. And that, that fits. It's so perfect because you're right. It is just a collective of beings who, and they've never been human, right? They've never incarnated on earth. Right. The stream yeah. is source. The stream is source and the stream, okay. everybody yes. has their version of it. And yeah. that's what I channel. And it's very stripped down, very, it's simplistic because the energetic realm is actually simplistic. Um, and it's, it's very direct and very honest. And I like that about them, but not everybody does. You know, a lot of people aren't ready for that level of honesty that, you know, you are creating every aspect of your reality and you always have been. Uh, so you have to sort of layer the teachings on a little bit when you're new to the stream, mm -hmm. allow yourself to just sort of immerse into everything they're sharing. And then it all starts to fit together like a puzzle. And then suddenly you understand the reason for life, all of humanity, why judgment occurs, why there is negative in the, in the world and in the universe. And, and all of those things start to come into real clear, clear picture. Mm. Okay. Well, I think we should dive in because I'm excited to ask some questions directly to the stream and have it all flow through. Um, so whatever you got to do to get in the zone. Hang I'm on, Kelsey. This so, part out. yeah. So let, let's just, let's just clarify. Cause is he going to do a channeling now for people listening in the regular episode and then again go back into channeling no, we'll in just Patreon? continue it right we'll just like cut it just keep it going and just do the latter half in the patreon yeah so you okay. and i can just wrap up the show he can just take a breather for a moment and then we'll just continue does that work for you david yeah that could that could work okay i, okay. I Unless I'm really down my spiral, they dial up with relative ease. Okay. <laughs> cool. Right here. They are right here in this conversation right now. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so it does take me just a moment just to breathe. Mm -hmm. And I always invite everyone that's with me and everyone that's listening, regardless of when, to get into that meditative, clear uh, state together. Uh, it's a magical experience. And you end up getting information from them, whether you are able to ask it directly or not, when you get into that nice. state with us, which is lovely. What are we okay. allowed to ask? Literally anything? Any, there's nothing that's off okay. limits for them. They are not necessarily politically correct. Um, <laughs> they, they just are what they are. Um, the only thing is I have to understand the question. Right. And I have okay. to be able to speak the answer. So I would say if you want to get you know deep into how to perform surgery, uh, I can't comprehend that question and can't comprehend the answer to it. So it's, it's got to be within my realm of, of, of knowing what you're talking about. 
uh, but they've never been stumped. So okay. yeah, I always say that like a challenge, like someone's going to stump them <laughs> for the first time. Ah, that's funny. Okay. Prescription acne treatment really works, but it is hard to get. You have to take time off work to see a doctor and sit in line at the pharmacy for your meds, which is super annoying until apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it really easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately, and all your medications are delivered right to your home. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history, then just snap a few selfies to send to your dermatologist, and they'll get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. The best part is that Apostrophe offers topical and oral medications so you can treat your acne from the inside out and the outside in. Apostrophe treats acne and they can also help you hit some other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. Yeah, I love Apostrophe. They give you a personalized plan. So I love the questionnaire. It's very simple and to the point. And it's nice to know that I have a real dermatologist and that my plan was tailored to me personally. And uh, yeah, very quick, very easy. And when you get your prescription, is it a prescription? Yeah, prescription, I guess you can call it in the mail. Um, Unboxing is very easy. It comes with a little postcard and stickers and has your name right on the prescription bottle. So really cool, really personal. And right now you guys can get $15 off your first visit with board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash vibin. Use our code V-I-B-I-N. This code is only available to our listeners. And to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash vibin and click begin visit. Then use the code V-I-B-I-N at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E.com slash V-I-B-I-N. And again, use that code V-I-B-I-N to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. We are here. Awesome. We are here to experience you being here and you're probably here to experience us being here. So this is really (laughs) fun and exciting. (laughs) Do you want to ask first or can I ask first? Yeah, I'm just going to ask a big question about life and just start us off with a bang here. So as humans, we really struggle with this thing called fulfillment and we always want more. And I think there's a purpose to this. I think it serves expansion but do you as the stream have any pointers or helpful perspectives when it comes to people experiencing more fulfillment? We are energetic and, and, and you are of us. You are extensions of, of that which we are experiencing physical. So we are expansive by nature. Therefore, you are expansive by nature. And when you are in this, this physical scenario that you have manifested yourselves in, in, the, in this case, planet Earth is, is human beings, you are naturally going to have that desire for expansion because the energetic realm is, 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 is continually expanding. And if it were not expanding, it would be doing exactly the opposite. It is not going to be stagnant. <clears throat> Therefore, the, the, the expansion that you desire as a physical being, and, and of course, much of the expansion that you desire has, has, has been assigned to you by your ancestors. Much of the, the, the idea of what human expansion is, is a creation of humanity by humanity. 
So when you manifest in, in, into what you perceive as your lifetime, and you begin creating your bubble of reality, and you all create your own bubbles of reality from prior to birth, even because you, you choose your point of entry vibrationally, you choose your parents, you choose every aspect of your point of entry into life vibrationally for a desire for an experience. Understanding from that eternal perspective that there, there is going to be an experience, but it is indeed going to be an experience of chance. Meaning that your path is not completely laid out for you as a physical being. So when you manifest into physical, you are manifesting in, into a, a lifespan that is going to be one of chance, that is going to be one of your physical creation. And when you're at your best, you are creating in physical connected to what you may call source, which is actually the source of all new thought. But the expansion part is actually coming from you. Our expansion is coming from you. We expand in, in, in our expressions of what you may call soul consciousness, independent strands of source consciousness, expressing in physical, in polarized environments, where there are things that you prefer and there are things that you do not prefer. So one, you are a discerner of preference and two, you are expansive by nature. Those two things combine to, to drive you through your life experience because you want expansion, because you always want more, you want to experience more, learn more, be more, do more. And, and, and certainly some of you travel life paths to where you are experiencing more of that and some less. But as our promise to you that when it's over, when you transition, when you return to what we call your completed state, you are not looking back at any life experience in judgment. You are looking at it in appreciation for the experience that was regardless of what the experience was. Even if you do not make it out of the womb, it is an experience. And where we are guiding, and the reason that, that we are, are flowing the way that we are through David and sharing this information is that we want to guide you at this time of mass expansion for planet Earth, for humanity, and, and you all feel the effects of that, to, to understand that you are now ready to operate your human experience in a more source-connected way. To, to view your life experience and your planet the way that we view it, without judgment, understanding its polarized nature and even appreciating its polarized nature, coming to appreciate all the things that humanity has decided should not be appreciated, but you can come to a place to where you do indeed appreciate all of those things and operate your life in high appreciation of every aspect of this physical environment. Mm. So is it safe to say, I want to touch on the ancestral part that you talked about. So when we come here and our ancestors are wanting us to, I don't know exactly how you said it, it's kind of like complete a mission or they have a certain like uh, intention or agenda. Would you say that we know what they're wanting us to create and fulfill by our own personal desires? We would describe it as the, 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 the human beings that came before you, those expressions of, of source that expressed themselves in physical, and in you, your energy was part of that, first of all. 
this 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 idea that that has been created of a of a one in and one out scenario of a strand of consciousness, the, the energetic realm does not operate that way. That is a, a human physical realm quality of this independence. So you have been part of that expression, but the expansion of physical is created in the physical experience. So the desire is very simple. The desire is expansion, period. And the way that expansion is expressed is up to the ones who are expressing in physical and in, in what you consider linear time. So the time span that you are in now, you are a more sophisticated human being and thus a more sophisticated eternal being than your ancestors. But they, they are all part of what you are doing now in a more sophisticated way because of the sophistication that you created, but you would not be creating the sophistication and physical that you are creating had they not created their own version of that at their time. Right. So there really is no moving through physical and linear time. It's simply how you are, how you are perceiving it. And, and we do not guide you to, to, to delve too deeply into moving beyond that because you are in physical, you are in linear time, you intended to come and experience linear time. But when you move out of physical, what exists is consciousness and consciousness is eternal. So everything that's ever happened and everything that's ever going to happen is, is, is one, but it's becoming, it's, it's evolving and becoming more sophisticated in this endless physical expression in polarity where your obstacles are the very things that are causing you to desire your expansion and create solutions, create new things, new tools, new technologies, new, new uh, levels of, of health for yourselves and all of these things that evolve you physically, but more important, expand humanity and expand humanity's consciousness as a contribution to all that is. So to say it in another way, basically our ancestors aren't picky about what we create. They're just looking for expansion, period. Correct. The, the, the desire is expansion and your desire is expansion. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we, we want to go back to the idea of expansion by chance. This idea of a preset contract that you, you are coming to, to, to live out is a bit misunderstood. The, the idea of, of, of a contract would, would seem that you had a specific life journey that was predetermined for you. Your scientists have delved into the, the energetic realm to the point where you, you, you are thinking on a quantum level of no linear time, but that does not mean that there is not change. There is constant change. There is the, the expansion is constant change becoming more sophisticated. You would not become more sophisticated had you not created an obstacle for yourselves. And we're speaking independently and for all of humanity, that one is a mirror of the other. Creating an obstacle and then overcoming that obstacle with the solution. Well, the solution is always going to be in higher vibration than the obstacle because you are not capable of new thought when you are down mired in the obstacle. When you raise your vibration and appreciation of the obstacle, you reconnect with your version of this. This is your intuition. This is where your solutions pour in. This is where your solutions manifest for you naturally. You, you have likely experienced a time where things were not working in a moment 
and backed away and raised your vibration and gone back into it and had everything work perfectly. That is a manifestation as all things are. That is a positive manifestation because instead of, of trying to hammer away at fixing something or changing something in that low vibration of the problem itself, the solutions are not there. The solutions are all in your higher vibrational state. This is why we guide you to view your obstacles the way that we view your obstacles in appreciation because they are your creation, but they are your creation for your expansion. They are your vehicle to expansion. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Lindsay, I'll hand it over to we, you. Let's move it to Patreon, yeah? Okay. Lindsay had a really juicy question, so we're going to wrap up the show real quick here. Um, everyone, we love you. We don't want to keep the stream waiting. We want to get to the other side, to the Patreon, um, to watch the rest or hear the rest of this interview. Just go to patreon.com slash high vibe. And, and we'll link all of David's contact info in the episode. Yes, we will link everything so you guys can hook up with David, learn the Taya practice, absorb the stream more and more. I know he channels on his Instagram sometimes and he has a podcast. So we'll link to all that in the show notes. Definitely go connect with him. And in the meantime, just love yourselves and release judgment of your life. We love you. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash high vibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.